here with Jorge Capistani. Um, I am so glad to be talking to you today. Thank you for taking some time out um, to, to chat. Thank you, Jorge. <laughs> No problem. Thank you for contacting me. Yeah, <laughs> and um, we're getting close. The, the countdown is on. We will be in Hilton Head in a week. <laughs> yes. Actually, my presentation is literally in one week. It's next Tuesday, I believe. Oh, wow. And the title of your presentation is Modifying Drills for All Levels. Is that right? Yeah. So the idea, obviously, I present a lot on drills typically, mm -hmm. but the idea with this is uh, a slightly different thing. I'm still going to go through, you know, a dozen drills or so, but I wanted to show coaches how you can um, take a drill and make it a little bit tougher or a little bit easier so that it works with more levels. One of the things I know from speaking a lot on drills is a lot of coaches kind of say, well, in Austin, in my case, they see me at a convention like the symposium. And who's a, who are my hitters? Well, there are other coaches who happen to be pretty good players. Mm -hmm. So the person watching might go, well, that's not going to work at all with my scrubs back at the club. <laughs> um, and that's a big misnomer. It's one of my pet peeves. So I hope in this presentation to show them how most of the drills, there's definitely a few that are not appropriate for high, the highest level or the lowest level. But honestly, 95% of the drills I do, I do them with three old senior women all the way up to five old high performance. I just have the ability to modify it so it works with everybody. That That is phenomenal. And you are one of 11 people in the world that have two master pro standings. So with PTR, you're an international master pro, and then USPTA, you're also a master pro. What, what journey is that like? What, what would a coach, if they don't know where to start, what, what did you do to do that? <laughs> well, the, uh, you know, what got me interested in becoming a master pro was I knew when I was about late 20s that I was going to be in this industry for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, I was a deep player. I think the highest rating I ever had was 5.5, which means I was not even close to being a pro. <laughs> so I didn't have that. On my resume, I couldn't tell people, you know, I played at Wimbledon or whatnot. So I wanted to just do it via education and getting better uh, and producing players. So I, I started pursuing it. Um, the Master Pro, I, I really started pursuing it late 20s um, with the USPTA. That was that first. Mm -hmm. um, I got that in 1992. But just so that you know, Master Pro for either organization, you can't test for it. Uh, you have to apply for it. It's kind of like your life's work. So you keep a big honking scrapbook and you put in there, I think the areas are articles you've written, players you've coached, uh, your teaching accomplishments, your education, uh, publications, and you just got to, you know, so I have one tip for anybody is everything you do, keep it, uh, put it in a file, keep it somewhere. When you get these certificates that, hey, you attended the PCR symposium, don't throw that away. Otherwise, you're going to have to do what I did, which is a massive retroactive back search calling people uh, when I was there in 1905 <laughs> so uh, yeah it's uh, it's an honor obviously to have those uh, those titles but that's how you do it you have to apply for it and uh, that was something I wanted to do and I was lucky enough to get them both that is so cool uh, that, that congratulations that's that's really amazing and now you also um, are the director of the PTM program at Hope College um, what, yeah so yeah this is a brand new thing. So uh, for those of you who don't know what PTM is, it's Professional Tennis Management Program. Uh, historically in our country, there's been three of them. They're actually done it through a college, and typically you get a degree, a, a normal degree like business or 
you know, a colony or whatever it is. This it could be sometimes uh, in hospitality. And then there's a tennis portion to it. Um, and hope is one of the last five. This last year, five new ones came on. And uh, we're one of them. And at, at hope, I have, since I don't have a lot of stuff to do, <laughs> I thought I'd take on another job. So I'm the new PTM director as of a few months ago, and I'm excited. We have our first recruiting class this coming fall, and uh, we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited because obviously I, I coach uh, players, but I also coach a lot of coaches. Uh, and through my websites, I get a lot of coaches asking for advice. So I've always loved coach education. So this is, you know, to have a job where I can maybe influence the future teachers, that's, that's perfect for me. So, yeah, um, I'm actually going to have a booth at the PTR Symposium. Haven't had that for a while. And it will be a PTM booth, so people can come by and learn about that. But, yeah, it's really important. The USTA has created a new division called USTAU because, you know, Jenny, there's not enough coaches, period, right. and there's seriously not enough women coaches. Right. So um, yeah. we, have, uh, we have a long ways to go on that. You know, I think golf has a PTM program as well, and I think there's 1,000 PTM or PGM, I guess you call it, students in golf wow. in our country, a thousand, and there's only a hundred in tennis, and all the wow. colleges combined. So wow. we're literally one tenth as big as they are, and I think we have a better product. So wow. um, that's that's kind of a alarming stat. And if you talk to many tennis pro friends, you won't have to talk to too many of them before you hear their sad stories about man, it's difficult to find a good pro. You know, mm -hmm. I can't find someone. Um, that wants to apply or that has much experience. So uh, we're really hoping to, to move the dial. Wow. Well, I, I love that, that there's even the initiative to do it. And, you know, the, we were just talking earlier that you got to start somewhere. So this is certainly the right track. It's an exciting curriculum. Um, PTM and then USDAU are, are, I think these are really cool you know, innovative things that are happening in our industry that, that I'm really excited about. Um, now, you mentioned your websites, and you have two different things. I mean, you're the drill guy to me. It's like, you know, I don't think anybody has more drills than you, and they're all awesome. And it's capistanitennis.com where you can access that. Yeah, so I do have two websites. Thanks for mentioning the, the issue I've always had is when you have two, it's hard to tell people which one to go to. So what I did is I just made one website, capistanitennis.com. And if you go there, um, I don't know if this will show up on the screen, but uh, this is what it looks like. And then from there, people can go to the player's website, which is 100% free, or the drills website for coaches, uh, which is the one I'm probably most known about. But um, that's just better than telling people two different uh, URLs. So it's just Capistani Tennis, and from there you can head off to either one. But, yeah, I've been doing websites for a while. I love education. I love uh, helping coaches with drills. and. You know, drills have always been something I was so passionate to get. I've gone to 30 years of conventions, and, I'm, you know, I taught 63,000 hours on the court. Wow. And during those times where I was cranking out hours, a new drill for me was like <clears throat> a piece of gold, man. I would, like, be, you know, energized for a month if I had a good couple of drills. So Absolutely. Uh, I didn't think for many years I was getting enough drills at the convention, so I started kind of complaining. And next thing you know, they said, well, why don't you talk about drills? And, <laughs> That's how it all got started. But, yeah, that's kind of my sweet spot. I really love drills. Um, um, I don't do everything well, but that's an area I think I'm, I'm kind of good at. Oh, well, without a doubt. Um, and I've, I've seen you present 
numerous times. I saw you in Atlanta a few years ago at Atlanta Athletic Club, and, and you did a, a video analysis presentation that I thought was one of the coolest things I'd, I'd seen. And, you know, I love technology. You, you, you showed me how to do this, <laughs> this one today, so thank you for that. Um, so what, what do you use for your video analysis, and how did you get into that? Well, there's a couple things. So what most people understand, um, what I use at the club, it's just my phone. I use the app. There's several of them, but the one I like is Coach's Eye because it allows me to, you know, draw on it and talk to it, and I can show people immediately on their phone right as I'm on the court. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people know me for the videos on my free website, JorgeCapistani.com. I was able to get a media pass <clears throat> to the Cincinnati Masters a few years ago, which allowed me to film all the practice courts. Oh, um, wow. And uh, what was good about that is I had some friends that were good at that. So they, I got this camera that's like $12,000 camera, whether you add the lens, I didn't buy it. I rented it. <laughs> um, I was able to shoot uh, the pros, like literally everybody, Rafa and Federer and Novak and Andy Murray, all in 240 frames a second. Whoa. So that footage, um, by the way, you can't do that any longer. They, they stopped doing that, so no one can do that anymore. But Whoa. that footage has a bunch of rules to it. Obviously, I can't sell it. I can't make money off it. But I can analyze it, and I put it off for free on JorgeCapistain.com. And it's really, really cool because from there – People can see, you know, uh, shocking footage, 240 frames of Federer. I mean, 240 frames is like super slow, and it's 1080, so it's full high definition. Wow. And you see so many things that even I, to this day, after uh, 36 years on the court, I see things that I didn't know, you know, because of the technology. Wow, that is so cool. So, yeah, I love I love two of the things that you just said, you know, that, that you're still learning things, you know, decades into your career and, and technology is part of that. So, you know, talking about the PTR, International Tennis Symposium, obviously education is important to you. You're an international master pro. You do all these things all the time. What would you say to encourage other, other pros as far as continuing education and PTR week? Yeah, so obviously we know that our industry here, tennis teaching professionals, the, the education hasn't really ever been mandatory until recently. Right. So um, for me, I think I can just talk about my own personal thoughts is uh, I need to get educated. Uh, I don't know if you want, maybe some pros don't want to say they need knowledge, but any ideas that I can give, are, I'm pumped. I mean, it charges my batteries. And maybe it's because I taught so many hours on the court that I was just getting burned out of my old ideas. So I've always from the get-go saw huge value. Um, I understand that it's a bit of a cost. You know, sure. sometimes when you talk to younger people, they say, well, you know, I'm going to miss these hours, plus I'm going to have a hotel and flight and food and lodging. And on top of that, I don't teach 35 hours. And right. it's a big financial hit and they don't do it. Um, but I can honestly tell you, if I had a son that was doing tennis, I would, I would just tell him, you're doing it, man. Don't even think about it. The connections... Uh, besides the knowledge, just the connections, and I have so many friends in tennis that it's, it's ridiculous. I can, almost in, not only in, in the United States now, but almost every major city, I have a tennis buddy who I've dealt with and I've partnered with and collaborated with. And um, how cool is that? I mean, so I just, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a blast. So obviously, I think from my perspective, it's a no-brainer. Um, I understand 
you know, that it's difficult to pay for some of it. That's why I think my website, Tennis Drills, is popular because mm -hmm. people can just, you know, for a real nominal fee, they can get all the drills they want right online without having to pay to go somewhere to see it. But there's nothing like being live, <clears throat> listening to the speaker live and, and learning from them, asking them questions directly. And then all the people you should bump into. You can't walk through the PCR Sinesta lobby without running into amazing, knowledgeable people. You okay. can, it takes an hour just to go across the hallway because like, <laughs> oh, there's Jen, i got to talk to her. So this is like unbelievable. And uh, I think of all the job opportunities I've had, I've only had three jobs in 30 years, so I'm not a job hopper, but just all the job opportunities that have come my way offers that I didn't necessarily take, but that's just from getting out there. If I was stuck just to, in my little hometown of Holland, Michigan, even if I was killing it here, no one would know. Okay, so I think that's another huge thing. It's, it's to your uh, your own career benefit if you can get out and, and get this education and be known and be seen. Wow, that is that is so so true. And and so you you haven't hopped jobs much. I mean, to to your credit, so it's pretty remarkable to be in in a career for for a long time to be in a spot versus jumping around. So that's probably enabled you to then kind of give back and help lots of people with yeah. their careers. Yeah, I've always kind of been um, interested in mentoring. You know, I've I've been very fortunate. I feel like I've launched some really really good teaching pros that have started out under from under me uh, and learned our systems and our drills. And you know, it's kind of in a weird way um, a, a pain because. <laughs> If you work for Jorge, a lot of people go, well, if they work for Jorge, they probably got a clue. They're going to be good with drills. They're going to know the systems. They're going to be well-trained. So people are always trying to pick off the pros. But I keep them as long as I think it's good for them. But honestly, you know, even with a recent one, my friend Adam, um, who I coached from age 14, and he, played, and he worked here until he's 31, there was just a time where I said, yeah, this job offer that you have is, is better. You know, you have to take it. So it was a little sad, but... Um, you know, then Mika, who's now teaching down in Florida. Uh, it's fun. I mean, I love mentoring young pros, and I get a chance to do it just through my work. And then now with the PTM program, I'll have a lot of that. And just the, the subscribers to my website, there's a lot of coaches reach out to me via that saying, hey, you know, I did this drill, but it didn't go so good. And what would you tell me? And, you know, so I love it. Well, you have, you have a really huge uh, wake behind your ship. You have impacted our industry and, and so many coaches and players and athletes and, and so many ways. So I just uh, thank you again for, for your time today. And I certainly am looking forward to seeing you yeah, in Hilton Head. I'm looking forward to seeing you, man. I'm yeah. going to be warm down there. I'm in Michigan and it's snowing like crazy. So oh. mid-60s, I just checked the weather and all next week. And for me, that's a heat wave. So yeah. uh, thanks for checking in with me and uh, let me talk to you and the folks. And we'll see you all soon at the uh, – Symposium. Awesome. Awesome. Tell Marty hello. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs>